Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Today we're talking about 1969. So much like Square Dance, this is another movie that I didn't know existed until we decided to do this podcast and had to go through the full filmography. So this one's from 1988 and it's directed by Ernest Thompson, who also wrote it. And he also, he's sort of a writer director, it seems, because he wrote and directed on Golden Pond as oh. well and some other things. Um, so every description that I saw of this basically said that it's about two friends who are conscientious objectors who go on the road to escape being drafted and then come home to find that family is important. And that is absolutely not really what happened because they didn't go on the road together. There was, <laughs> they kept coming back. They didn't really go on the road. Yeah, I guess they kind of went on the road together. Okay, so it's Kiefer Sutherland and Robert Downey Jr. And... It's 1969, and Kiefer Sutherland's brother is either drafted or chose to go to All Vietnam. Them, yeah, it's, I think it was, it's not a, never really said, but yeah. I feel like he chose. Yeah. Um, and their dad, Bruce Dern, uh, is very proud of his son who's going to war, but I guess probably also kind of scared, um, and seems not so proud of Kiefer Sutherland for being a hippie who's staying home and going to school. Um, and then various things happen to them. Kiefer Sutherland and Robert Downey Jr. are both in school and Robert Downey flunks out and then takes LSD and has a seizure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And then, uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Winona Ryder go on the road together and then come back and find out the family is important. (laughs) Yeah. Family. Um, And Robert Downey Jr. goes to jail. That's the other thing. True. (laughs) (laughs) So so what did you think of this movie, Rekha? Well, it's, I mean, I just gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Me too. Ding. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on Letterboxd. I think I first saw it probably around the time. I was probably 15. Okay. Um, And I didn't really, I mean... The Vietnam War, I'm so far detached from the Vietnam War. And I'm sure, like I, I, like we were just saying earlier, in the 80s, there was a lot of uh, war movies about the Vietnam War. But this was the only one that I can think of at the moment mm-hmm. that didn't actually show you the war. It was right. more about the people at home and how they deal with the war. Exactly. Which I like that part about it. And, and because there wasn't... Uh, everyone's opinion seemed to change and characters seemed to change. It just shows the confusion of the 60s uh, at the time in this small little county. I think it's okay. It's an okay film. Yeah. It's okay. Like, it's not square dance. It's not super boring. And it's totally a watchable film. Yeah. Um, I think, too, just the different characters were interesting. Like, I didn't mind watching Kiefer Sutherland and Robert Downey Jr. I liked them enough. So that was okay. <laughs> yeah, I found Robert Downey Jr. like charming. Like he was pretty good. He's a good actor, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he so, was very Robert Downey Jr. in this. Yeah. Like the fact that he was 
struggling with using drugs is a very Robert Downey Jr. I mean, in life, but also, also in, in his films. In, in a lot of his films, yeah. It's always, like, I think Less Than Zero came around this time, too, so that was... Yeah, and I think that's one of the most, like, I watched that one fairly recently, so I was really thinking about that while I was watching this, because uh-huh. there were some moments that were, like... You know, I don't know, heart wrenching. Like, how's he gonna be? Like, is he gonna be okay? Yeah, because it's like he's going down that road, and yeah. especially because Kiefer Sutherland's being so like hardcore. I don't want to take drugs. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you, man? Type thing. Um, and then of course the seizure. Yeah, <laughs> so, he seemed yeah. fine, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he took LSD, but I think it was because he took two. Maybe that did he, he, did he take both of them? Yeah, he took oh, the one that right. he didn't like. The Kiefer, Kiefer didn't. Sutherland didn't want to take. So yeah. I think maybe that's where the seizure came from. I don't so, know. I've yeah. never done LSD. Um, <laughs> okay, so my parents are going to listen to this, so I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it starts, the movie starts with narration um, from Kiefer that to me sounded like it was about to be a documentary about 1969. And it ended with the similar kind of yeah. narration. Where he says, this movie is dedicated yeah. to all of us or something like that. To all of us, to everyone who wants war peace. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of it's interesting dedicated to, to peace. acknowledge that it was a movie at the end. Um, right near the beginning when they're hitchhiking home, I guess from college, Robert Downey Jr. yells at a car and calls them a mother humper. And yeah. that, like, right away made me feel like this movie, like, maybe we were watching a TV version of this movie. <laughs> but then there is swearing in it later. So that was just, and they do say mother humper a couple, a couple more times. times. Yeah. There's a lot so of That was their 1969 swearing? terminology, yeah. maybe. I guess. I don't know. Like, I was wondering about the continuity of it because there was posters of The Graduate and posters. But, like, had The Graduate come out by that time? Well, we'd have to look have up to look what year it, it came from. I guess it came out in 1969, but would he have a poster right away? I don't right. know. Yes, that is a question. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking I don't know enough about specifically what happened, like, before 1969 and what happened in, like, 70, 71 to be... Yeah, and I, I guess my ideas the... of the 60s were, like... I think, they're, like, the 80s ideas of the 60s was th- thrust upon this film, too, because, like... There's some kind of combo thing, like the same stuff you would see in Dirty Dancing, where you're like, you're wearing short jean shorts. That's 80s, but it works somehow. Mm. Like, I don't know, Kiefer Sutherland. Some of his clothing, I was like, is this 60s, 60s or, or is 80s it 80s? Or, yeah. Like the overalls, but maybe that's... Yeah, I mean, he looked enough, I guess, like a hippie. Yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it. I wasn't thrown off by it in any way to feel like... I didn't know if this was taking place in the right time or anything. It, it I kept it kept me in the movie. Um, to what you said about eighties movies, there being a lot of Vietnam eighties movies. I think uh, I haven't watched that many of them, but I have one that kept coming to mind during this was Birdie, because obviously I know a lot about Nicolas Cage, uh. and that's one of his movies. Um, I, I mentioned this like right off the top in our intro, but. I wrote a book about Nicolas Cage, so let's just get that out there. (laughs) Um, But um, Birdie was also kind of about what happens to the people at home. It's sort of about them before they go to war and then after they come back. I think they do show a few things of Nicolas Cage in war, but um, when they're back, it's like Matthew Modine is like totally shut down and can't talk and stuff and so Nicolas Cage comes to like the hospital that he's in to try and like get him out of his 
stupor or whatever it is that he's in. I've never heard of it or seen it. It's a, not to talk about it too much because this is not about <laughs> that, but it's the movie where Nicolas Cage had his teeth pulled for the role Whoa. and then had like his face in a bandage for the whole movie. Oh. Yeah. That's dedication <laughs> to right like, there. To be like, I was injured yeah. in the war. I really feel Some like real I was method injured. acting. Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> but anyways, this is about Winona. <laughs> yes. So we haven't really talked about Winona in this movie yet. She's no. not, again, it's another movie where she's a very secondary character because it's really about Kiefer and... Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. But then Robert Downey Jr. goes to jail. So and we he, see a bit more of Winona. Then. Yeah. He, she come, comes out of hiding, I guess. Um, and I noticed that like, uh, well, as Chris pointed out, her costume seems to change gradually through the movie. It becomes like more like it was from conservative to like, you know, she's just in jeans more casual yeah you know she loses she the hats she has many happy like four different hats in this movie like big hats yeah big like summer big i summer. don't know like southern kind of yeah. like floppy hat she loses one in that riot it's in the university okay so yeah do you want to talk about the riot in the university <laughs> well obviously they're like talking about civil rights and they're protesting there's a protest and one of the one of the the activists says let's storm the building and Winona and family happen to be just entering the building at that time and they Mm -hmm. get kind of trampled on. But you see some like, you know, police brutality and they show it. They're just like, yeah, cops are bad. Yeah. So it's pretty good. The mom actually yells that Winona and so Winona Ryder and Robert Downey Jr. are brother and sister in this. Yes. And uh, their mom is there and she yells like bad cops or I don't know. Yeah. Fucking cops. Maybe she yells. I don't know. She yells about disliking the cops. Yeah. In any case. They beat someone right over top of her daughter. Yeah. And then Winona's covered in blood. Mm-hmm. That is one still that I saw before watching this was oh. her hugging Kiefer Sutherland and she seemed to have blood on her face. And I was like, what happens in this yeah, movie? Yeah, that's probably a, a shocker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is she going to be bloody? It's not her blood, I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does Winona do in this? I mean, yeah, she just turns into like an activist kind of. Yeah, she says a she has a says the valedictorian speech at her graduation, and it starts off with her saying like, "There's something wrong in America. I don't know what it is. But I'm scared. There's something wrong when everybody's mad at everybody else. There's something wrong when we don't understand what our country's doing." Yeah, and I mean, also there, when she gives that speech, um, afterwards, I don't know if he's a coach or who that man with the big eyebrows is. Yeah, like the principal or the, the coach, yeah. To congratulate her, and he's like, just want to congratulate you before you get run out of town. And it's like yeah. obvious that there's some obvious people that won't agree with her. But that's yeah, there's kind some... of what it is. It's a movie about the politics of some people, like Bruce pro Stern war, being exactly. like pro the troops. Don't say he, anything. I think because he war. fought in a previous war, apparently. That's right. A good he had war, a according to Kiefer Sutherland's character. But right. this is a bad war, and it should not be condoned. Right. Yeah. I think that's a lot of, or almost all Vietnam movies are kind yeah. of <laughs> along those lines, especially in the 80s, once it's yeah. like post-Vietnam. Uh, Kiefer was in another 60s-type uh, movie, and his character's name was Free... And and basically he goes back to his sixties. Like he, the premise is that he like grew up in a commune, and then he he, he gets all like he escapes that life, and he comes back and revisits his family. So he's another like 
60s thread about him. Hmm. But I guess he's that age where he probably did grow up around a lot of that, like his dad and stuff in California. Right. Saw a lot of that 60s. 60s. Hippies. Hippies, the hippies, exactly. Right. My, my cousin Athika had a huge crush on Kiefer Sutherland in the 80s. It was movies called Flashback, and it came out in 1990. And his name is Free? Yeah. <laughs> okay. His character's name is Free. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. But uh, because that's how I, I know more about, I know a lot of Kiefer Sutherland trivia because of this. Oh, because of your cousin? Because of my cousin who had a crush on her, on him. Um, and actually, when I was 15, uh, she got word that he was going to be in a play in Ottawa and he was doing the glass, glass menagerie. Um, I think it was with his mother, but I'm not too I th- sure about that. I think that. you're right, because I remember when that happened. Yeah. yeah. And so we went to go see it at the National Arts Center. And after the play, I we were like, we got to meet him. We have to meet Kiefer Sutherland. So we went to some like back wing or something, and he was coming out. And he had a cigarette in his mouth. And I went, um, Kiefer, <laughs> can, can I have your autograph or something? And he came over, and I was like, shaking because I was so starstruck like this is Kiefer Sutherland he was in a movie with Winona Ryder and I was like at the peak Winona Ryder fandom at that point right you know I had my VHS tape of 1969 with me for him to autograph um but my the pen wouldn't really work on the cover I didn't have like a sharpie too glossy or something too glossy yeah so he signed like a business card of mine I had these little business cards I made in high school Mm -hmm. it said so like call or whatever and my idea was I was going to give it to him right but I ended up having him sign the business card right that's the signature is probably at my parents' house, but it's it's uh, so it's, it's not with the VHS tape. It's I have his scribbles on the VHS ah, right, tape, right, right, which is which is something. Yep, <laughs> Kiefer scribbles. Um, but that's yeah, that's my Kiefer story. Um, he hugged me, sweet. And I think my cousin asked him about his relationship with Winona Ryder, which was a little intrusive. I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, you're going far." And he just said that him and Winona are just friends. That's nice. And I was like, that's nice. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to start any... Uh... No, I'm like, you can't gossip with, with gossip, Kiefer yeah, Sutherland. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> so he's our Canadian connection, I guess, of this uh, episode. Yeah, his film. grandfather is Tommy Douglas. Yeah, that's big Healthcare. for anybody, yeah. Yeah, anybody uh, who doesn't know who Tommy Douglas is. He's uh, responsible for the NDP and healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which we enjoy. In Canada. <laughs> yep. Us Canadians enjoy healthcare. Yes, we do. Um, so this is supposed to take place in Maryland, though it was filmed in Georgia. And I felt like that's what Winona Ryder looked like in the beginning with her, like, big hat and her, she wore, like, white, white gloves, gloves when like she went to this. gloves. <laughs> I know. I was like, what time period is this? I didn't, I didn't really think that was a 60s thing, but... Who knows? But maybe, maybe small it was town. in certain areas. Yeah. That was one thing that he tried to point out right at the beginning was that the town hadn't even found the 60s yet and it was 1969. So maybe that was the point of her dressing like that. Though I think she seemed to be the only person who did dress like that. I didn't. Yeah. Her mom looked pretty 60s. I don't know. It's true. She was the only one dressed like a country, like this country <laughs> pageant. <Bell>. Yeah. Bell. <laughs> country <laughs> exactly. bell. Yeah. Like. <laughs> weird but yeah her name is beth uh butch was just i think what 
what the dad called. called the brother who yeah. went to war. His name was Alden. Or yeah, something. we thought his name was Butch at first, but it's <laughs> <laughs> confusing. <laughs> what do we think of Winona in this? Did, had you seen it many times? I, I've seen it a few times. Um, mostly because. I probably saw it more because of Athika and her Keeper Sutherland crush than, right. than the Winona than me aspect. And the Winona. But uh I think she was fine. Like because she had such a like a secondary character, she was just like kind of a love interest. Um, she had a couple speeches. Like she had yeah, the she speech. Had some, she had that, that good that good, you know, uh valedictorian speech was pretty good. And then she spoke earlier. Uh, oh yeah, she was that was at the some church mass thing her first scene was like speaking a sermon or whatever right for the easter sunday she was at least reading from like scripture or something before (laughs) she got interrupted by Kiefer and uh robert downey coming back another religious winona character Mm -hmm. though that seems to be that was it that that. That might just be the town expectations of the town go to church yeah everybody at the town is at church everybody's at the same funeral yeah. Everyone's in the same march. At the end, they there's the funeral for the brother who ends up dying in Vietnam, and Kiefer's like, okay, I'm going to march to the jail. Who's with me? And then the whole town probably goes, and everyone's, like, people on the street are joining in. At least half the town goes, because there are people <laughs> on the street to join in yeah, that yeah. march dramatically. Um but there's also a speech she kind of, it's kind of a speech that she gives at the, not the end, but like when her and Kiefer are driving and she realizes that they're going into Canada and she gives kind of a speech about like why she, you got to stay yeah. and fight in the States. Don't run away. Keep them, and, yeah. Yeah. Keep this war from happening and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, that just, I don't know. There's just, I feel like that my limited knowledge of Winona movies, I feel like she gets speeches and like poems and stuff in her movies (laughs) that are just memorable. And I felt like we had a little bit of that here. It's the first hint I think of her like, listen, (laughs) things are going to change and I'm going to change them. Mm -hmm. And it's good, you you know, to hear the youth speak, be so hopeful about the future instead of running away. Whereas like Kiefer's like, yeah, I gotta, I hit, gotta hit the road and become a leaf, you know. And that's right. I want to become a leaf and float around. Yeah, that was his thing. <laughs> that like, was his hippie-ish thing. Yeah, he's like like Bob Dylan and the Beatles. Like he did the <laughs> Rolling Stones and Camus and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut. Yes, all the things they like time. tried to check off as many '60s references as they could, or something, right? I mean, the music was definitely hitting all. Yep. those things canned heat going up the country whether yeah. you're going to the country country <laughs> going up the country down the country who knows going up to the country. um and the zombies and the animals and all that kind of stuff yeah there was a lot going on mm-hmm. 60s yeah just establishing the environment of the 60s i guess there was a weird relationship between bruce stern and his wife and the neighbor, which was Robert Downey Jr. and Winona's mother. Mom, yeah. You find out later that Winona's dad died when she was 11, but, like, it's not established until really later. And she just, I don't know, she just looks affectionately at Bruce Dern all the time. So it almost made me feel like, is he the dad of, like, all of these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. And then later, 
when he's fighting with the mom because their son is missing in action and because <laughs> their other son has been like driven away by Bruce Stern, who's Kiefer Sutherland, because he's, you know, objecting to the war. Um, yeah, that couple seems to sort of part ways a little bit. Like they're just mad at each other because yeah. of the situation that they're in. And then he goes next door and then starts making out with uh, Winona's yeah. mom. Winona's mom, who was in. Blade Runner. Yes. Yeah, she's the lady with the snake in Blade Runner. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Who gets chased down, yeah. It's funny, um, I read some, like, description of the film somewhere, and it was, like, such a horrible description of the mother. Like, of that mother? Of that of, mother. Okay. Of, of Robert Downey Jr.'s mom. They're like, and this over-sexualized mother next door, or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what was I reading? It's like, ah, oh, she was not that, like, she wasn't that bad. Like, she was she just, was just very affectionate, affectionate, I think. She hugged yeah. everybody. She just cared for everybody. Yeah. That's... But I, I did get the sense that there was something. Well, like she was looking at Bruce Stern in certain yeah, ways. Yeah, it was kind it was of a, like, maybe implied that they had a little thing going on. Yeah. And I really thought they were never going to explore it, that it was just always going to be like this thing where you're like, huh, I wonder what their relationship is like. But then they did kind of, they yeah. did finally kiss. Um, I thought that Robert Downey Jr.'s name was weird. His name was Ralph. I don't know why. It just didn't seem like the right name for him. Couldn't picture it. Yeah, Ralph and Scotty. Kiefer is Scotty. Scotty. I don't know if that was a weird name for Kiefer, too, but less, I don't know. There's something about Ralph Ralph. that I didn't buy. (laughs) I don't know why. Ralph is just like a little kid's name or something, or like a, you know, Someone from the Honeymooners. I don't know. <laughs> just like, yes, yes. That's, that's right. Like, up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only person who can ever be called Seriously, Ralph. Seriously. That's, that's and I enough. guess that kid from The Simpsons, right? That's a Ralph, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Let's think of all the Ralphs. Okay. <laughs> and if it looks like Robert Downey Jr., no. Um, so I guess because there isn't a lot of Winona in this, the one scene that stands out for me is when Kiefer's all kind of freaked out and trying to run out of the States in his van with Winona in the passenger seat and he's like honking at those soldiers that are going off to war I guess they're yeah, all just they're in the back of a just cruising around of jeeps. And, yeah. yeah and uh, they start to pass them and Winona like leans out the window and the wind's blowing in her hair and she's got the peace sign up and the first couple of guys give her the finger and then they all, all the other to... guys give her the peace sign and yeah. they like connect with her. Yeah. Some of them gave her a little bit of crude, crude looks like, right. hey girl, but uh, they right, were still giving true. the peace they sign. They were looking yeah. up and down a little bit. There was a couple homophobic things. Oh yes, that's, yeah, that this... happened pretty early. Yeah, there was like, they get picked up by a hitchhiker and who's kind of a creep and then they just call him a homo or something like that. Yeah, he was uh, asking to see Kiefer Sutherland's penis yeah. and then he touched his leg. Yeah, and which that's is not cool. Yeah. But, but, you know, you don't scream homo and... Yeah. Don't touch my friend. Yeah. And then they were picking up, when they were picking up uh, hitchhikers later, they're like, don't worry, we're not homosexuals. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they said that. I'm just like, no, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say yeah. that. <laughs> 88. Was that all Robert Downey Jr.? He seemed like the homophobic one. <laughs> I don't know who said all. that line. Maybe one of them, them were. They, they both were. Yeah. They're both I guess everything was to set the tone of what it was like in Maryland in this small town. Yeah. 
or it was just that's the way yeah 80s even 88 they were just like that's okay we'll just love have each other this except for if, except if <laughs> right. you're gay right so yeah 1969 not terrible not, uh, not a lot of Winona, but fairly good Winona, what yeah. you get. Decent Vietnam War movie. Yeah. Again, I feel Again. like I'm so not an, an expert on the, <laughs> the Vietnam, Vietnam War, War movies. movies that I can't say. But you're right. Like, it is just more about, like, how the people reacted at home. Yeah. It's good to see not the war because every other Vietnam War movie has, like, the jungle and people getting killed. Right. And it's just, there's no violence in this at all, I don't think. Uh, well, Is there? Except for the beating of the kids. Oh, when they oh yeah, were, sorry. The storm the building. City hall thing. Oh, sorry. Does this. anybody else get beat up? I, e- so uh, when Robert Downey Jr. goes to jail, it's because he breaks into the government building to steal, steal his, his like, records. Drafting. Yeah, so he doesn't get drafted. Right. Which, again, um, I love. Like, I mean, it is 69, and, and obviously that's the way things were. And also in it the 80s, It was so easy even, to break into was, that building. Well, not even <laughs> just the breaking in. It was the fact that, like, your file was literally one file in a filing cabinet in alphabetical order yeah, based on, you like, what do. year you were born. And it was like, if I steal this, they have nothing on Exactly. Me. There's no hacking. There's nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, um, I don't know if there was any violence there. I, I feel like it was just them kind of running around. To yeah. Try they were just get, chasing him. Yeah. Uh, so this movie didn't do super well. It had a $37 million budget and it made Whoa. almost $6 million. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. And I think it has like 50% or something on, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty in the middle. Like it. I wonder. I don't think the reviews were super good, but it must have got the odd good review to not be zero percent. Do you have any other trivia from this? Was it just the Kiefer just stuff? That, oh, you oh, said something. I said something like, uh, in my head, there's some sort of trivia. <laughs> there's trivia in your head. All right. About Winona it. Ryder's kiss to Kiefer. I think it was one of her, like, she kissed Rob Lowe in Square Dance, but I think this was, like, one of her bigger kisses on screen. It was definitely more, like, there was making more, out. Yeah, more of a yeah. make out. And I think that was, like, may have been one of her first real life kisses, too. Right. Yeah. How old is she in this? She's 17. 17. So and then Kiefer is only like a few years older than her. That's good. Because I was wondering about his like his age versus, because we were creeped out by um, Rob Lowe yeah. in the other movie. And I thought, how close are they in age? Are they basically the same age difference? But Kiefer's born in 66 and Winona's born in 71. So that's... Five years. I mean, at least she was over 17 at that point. So, uh, yeah, Rob Lowe was born in 64. So, okay. And he was supposed to be 20 when she was, like, supposed to be 13 or yeah. something. So that was definitely creepy. And this was, like, um, she's graduated. One, she was, like, yeah. I'm an adult. I'm a consenting. Like, I want to kiss you. And I'm sure they were supposed to be even closer in age because he was just, like, in, I don't know what year Yeah, it seemed college, like just a couple years. she was just graduated. So it was appropriate yeah. age-wise. <laughs> Which is good. We're, we're watching out for Winona and her appropriate relationships in her movies. Uh, cool. Cool. I think well, that's, that was, uh, uh, 1969. that's 1969. I mean, as we get further along, I mean, the next movie we're going to have is Heather's. Yeah, that's so we're really going to be gonna, a big one. Yeah, we're going to have big. way more to say about Winona because there will just be a lot more of her happening. And 
It's uh, an important film coming up. <laughs> Heather's. It's like it is. And I, when does the TV show, the new TV show, come out of Heather? Oh, I should know this. Right. That's okay. If you don't, we'll don't uh, we'll talk about that yeah. next episode <laughs> when we talk about Heather's, and we might, for the first time, have a guest with us on that episode. So stay so tuned. Come back. Then. <laughs> Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaram. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.